Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Last week, we were 4-0 on our wildcard picks, and now it's divisional time. So we're going to our divisional picks, and we're going to go right into today. So we're going to go through the four games, who I like, who I don't like, give you what my score is, my prediction. And I tell you, this is going to be a fun weekend in the NFL. Last week, absolutely great weekend. So here we go. We're going to start off going from Saturday to Sunday, and let's lead off with the Colts at the Chiefs. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, the Chiefs are the popular Super Bowl pick, but I think that there is a lot of pressure on this team this weekend that people aren't talking about. Let me ask you this. Who's been the hottest team since midseason? It's been the Colts. Who has the best offensive line, arguably, in the playoffs right now? It's the Colts. Who's coming off a great road win? The Colts. Who's playing with house money right now? It would be the Indianapolis Colts. And who outside of Patrick Mahomes could be the quarterback MVP candidate out of the AFC? It's Andrew Luck. Right now, the Colts are playing with house money. All the pressure is on Kansas City. You've been hearing it all week. Andy Reid can't win the postseason. We've been hearing that they haven't won a home playoff game since Joe Montana in the early 90s. It's been a staple, and there's always that feeling like, oh, my God, something bad's going to happen again to this Kansas City Chiefs team in the postseason. And keep in mind, they haven't been playing well since that Monday night game against the Rams. Let's just put it this way. If Gronk could tackle, they would be the number two seed in the AFC postseason. And I love Andy Reid. You know how much I love Andy Reid, and I don't think he gets the credit he rightfully deserves. But I want to remind everybody what quarterback struggled last weekend? It was the young quarterbacks. This is Patrick Mahomes' first start in the postseason. I just want to remind you that. In his biggest games this year, New England, loss. Monday night against the Ram, loss. All the biggest primetime games he's been in this year, Patrick Mahomes hasn't won it. So everyone loves Patrick Mahomes, and there is no question he is arguably the most talented quarterback in this league. But they have not been the same team since Kareem Hunt was let go. They haven't run the ball that well. And they don't have a great defense. The Colts, everyone's been telling me, oh, the Colts, their defense is terrible. They have an underrated pass rush that, I don't know if you noticed, but they were beating Deshaun Watson last week. And I know the Texans don't have a great offensive line. The Chiefs have a better offensive line. But is Andrew Luck going to get pressure from this Chiefs team? This Chiefs defense has been historically bad. And I can see the Colts winning either type of game. The Chiefs want to play. I could see the Colts coming out, playing the time of possession, run the ball with Marlon Mack. They have a great backfield with Himes, too, as a good secondary back. They can play the time of possession, try to keep the ball for 39, 40 minutes and keep away from Patrick Mahomes. Or if they do get in a shootout, everyone's saying, well, they don't have weapons. They have great tight end weapons. They have great backs out of the backfield. And they got T.Y. Hilton. And I'm just saying, it, the Colts are built that they can get into a low-scoring running game, time of possession, and... They have Andrew Luck, who's the hottest hand of the postseason coming in right now. I'm picking the Colts right now to upset the Chiefs 30-24 to and Arrowhead. And look, the Chiefs, they haven't been the same team. Hunt's been a big loss, and I understand all the weapons and all the firepower on this offense. But we have to remember, this is Mahomes' first start. There's a lot of negative press around this team about, well, you haven't won since the early 90s. They haven't won a home game since Joe Montana. There's all this pressure on the Chiefs because everyone loves the Chiefs. Everyone's popular Super Bowl pick. And everyone, I think, is really pulling for the Chiefs because they don't want a home game in Foxborough next weekend. And I just feel right now the Chiefs, they're a great team. Would I be shocked if they win? No. 
But the Colts right now, they are the hotter team. Andrew Luck is playing well. He's been in the postseason. He's understood this pressure. And right now the Colts, no one's – there's no pressure on the Colts. If they go in and get beaten, it's like, okay, that was expected. But the Colts right now, no one expected them to even be in the postseason. They were a 1-5 team. They're playing with house money right now. They can play loose. The Chiefs, this whole season, it's been building up. Mahomes is the next coming. It's been building up. This team's a Super Bowl contender. They're filing against the Super. There's a lot more pressure on the Chiefs than there is for the Colts. So that is why I am picking the Colts 30-24. to 24. Another game and a big one. And did you notice how this week everyone's looking for the next Sean McVay? Well, Sean McVay is also looking for his po- first postseason win. I think everyone's forgetting that despite how great he has been, he lost the divisional round game last year, and I believe he's going to do that again this year. Dallas, like Indianapolis, has been one of the hottest teams and arguably the hottest team in the NFC since the midseason. And they match up extremely well against this team. We're forgetting this defense shut down the Saints high-powered offense. And the Rams, like the Chiefs since that Monday night game, they have not looked the same. Todd Gurley has been banged up. He's nicked. We don't know what capacity, but he is the focal point of that offense, and if he's not 100%, they are in trouble. Jared Goff has not played well over the last couple weeks of the season, and I actually think he's hurt by this bye because it throws him off his rhythm a little bit. He's not used to being in the postseason and being out of this rhythm, and look, Dak Prescott played last week, and the Cowboys, they're going to run the football. Things we're not talking about in this game. That fan base in L.A., it's not going to show up. I guarantee you, remember that Green Bay game in L.A. earlier this season where it was like 60-40 Packer fans? It's going to be 70-30 Cowboy fans. It's going to be relatively a Cowboy home game. Cowboys are, once again, they're the underdog. No one's picking them. They're playing with house money, and they have a great defense, a great pass rush. They can get after it. The Rams' offensive line hasn't been playing as well in the recent weeks. They don't have a great running game. And if this game is put on golf, if Gurley is not 100%, it's all going to fall on Goff, and he has struggled mightily the last couple weeks despite having Sean McVay and that great offensive weapons around him. And the biggest factor for me is that Rams defense. They are not a good run defense. Aaron Donald could be the NFL MVP on defense, but they cannot stop the run. And Ezekiel Elliott arguably is the best back in football right now. The Cowboys are going to play time of possession. They're going to run the ball. They're going to do these five yards, five yards, five-yard plays and bleed the clock. They're going to run the read option with Dak. They're going to have Dak running the football. It's the postseason. It's during the regular season. They don't want Dak running because they want him to save himself. But right now, it's the postseason. It's a win-or-die game. So they're going to use every tool that they have in the toolbox to get the win. I don't think that if it gets into a shootout, the Cowboys have the explosive weapons, but I don't think it's going to get that way because they have a great defense. They're going to run the football. I'm predicting Zeke has a huge day on the ground. They keep the ball. For the majority of the game, their defense gets a couple of big stops. And this Rams offense, they haven't been clicking in recent weeks. Like the Chiefs, everyone's looking at the record, but we're not looking at what they've done recently. This team struggled. Even in the last game of the season, they struggled against Arizona, who has the number one pick in the draft. They have not looked good. Jared Goff has not looked good in the last couple weeks. And we don't know the capacity of Todd Gurley. We know Zeke is healthy. We know Zeke is rolling right now. We saw it last week. But we don't know the capacity Gurley's going to be used, and he is more valuable to that Ram team than any other player. If he is not 100%, it's going to be a long day for that Rams offense. That's why I'm picking the Cowboys in a low-scoring 20-17 affair where the Cowboys win on the road and get a huge road win. 
heading into Sunday, I'm going to start with the AFC game because uh, I think it's one of the most biggest talking points. Now, I think a lot of America is rooting against the Patriots, and the Chargers this weekend are the popular upset team because everyone's saying, well, they got the great pass rush. They got a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback in Phillip Rivers. They went into Baltimore last week. But I'm sticking with the Patriots. The Patriots are a different team in the playoffs. They're a different team at home. Everyone's saying, well, the Patriots had a bad year this year at 11-5. and Well, if Gronk could tackle, like I said earlier, they would be the number one seed. What do they do in the postseason? They win in Foxborough. Outside of the Jets one season and the Ravens, no team really gives them trouble in Foxborough. And this rest and this bye is big for a team like New England. Why? Because it gives Bill Belichick time to prepare. And like in the next game with the Saints, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, the end of the season, you can tell they were starting to get worn out. And this extra week for them where they don't have to throw the football around helps them. It's almost like a pitch counter for them for a baseball pitcher. It gives them a blow in the middle of the season, takes a turn out of the rotation. They're able to take a break, build up that arm, and basically they just have to tell themselves, look, we got two games until our next bye. If we win two games, we get a bye, and then we get to the Super Bowl. I think this is big for their defense, which was banged up, their running backs, which was banged up, and Gronkowski. Gronkowski has not been the same player, but if you can get a 75% Gronk or even a 70% Gronk over these next two games and just use him, I think this is going to be a big matchup. And the Patriots, look, they are everyone's saying the talent, the talent, the talent, but how many times have the Patriots stepped on the field and they're not the most talented team, but they win? Why? Because of Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and their preparation and their system. The Patriots are a different beast at Foxborough, and history says that they will win because that's what they've done. Philip Burzervers has not won a game against Tom Brady in his career. It's going to be a hard road. And here's another factor we're not considering. This is the second time in two weeks where the Chargers are going across country on the road. And I know they're a popular pick because they haven't lost outside the state of California on the road this year. I get that. Would I be shocked that the Chargers pulled off an upset because of their great personnel and maybe New England gets off to slow start? I could see that too. But right now, if I had to put money on this game, it's New England. Because they have a system. And more importantly, they can run the football now. They have a stable of running backs. Los Angeles has a great defense and a great pass defense. But one of their weaknesses is the running game. And I understand that last week that they were able to take advantage of Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson is a quarterback that wants to run. Tom Brady, if you give him a look like that and you open up the defense because you're selling out for the run, he's going to get you with those 5-yard, 10-yard routes. That's what he does. So this game, I'm picking the Patriots, 27-23. to 23. I think the Chargers could be one of these teams that I really could see pulling up the opposite. This is the closest game I could see flip-flop either way. But right now, I just think with the Patriots, what they do, their history, and how they prepare, the bye week giving Brady and Gronk an extra week to rest is going to be huge for this football team moving forward. So that is why I have the Patriots winning and then hosting the AFC Championship game against the Colts. So we a great game, Brady versus Luck in the AFC Championship game, which brings me to the final game, the Saints and the Eagles. And I'm probably going to regret doing this, but I'm picking the Saints. And look, I understand Nick Foles. I cannot explain Nick Foles. Highest completion percentage in the league under pressure. 4-0 in the postseason. I, I, I can't explain it. And he has been special. But we're also forgetting that outside of a missed field goal, they wouldn't be here in the postseason. They had to go get a big conversion on fourth down, which Foles did, and I give him a lot of credit for. 
But then that defense, if it wasn't for a late block on a second attempt for a field goal, they wouldn't be in this situation. The Saints, I think, once again, I know the Philly, the Eagles are playing with house money. They don't have that pressure on them. But the Saints, they've never lost in that building in the postseason. There's a reason for that. If you watch the Saints, statistically, but you just watch that offense on that indoor turf with no wind in that stadium, they're a different team. That noise gives their defense a big edge, especially now that they have a good pass rush. They're an underrated defense that no one talks about in the postseason. And more importantly, I know they don't have the explosive players on the outside, but a big factor in this game will be Ted Jin Jr. coming back. Michael Thomas, of course, their big receiver, but Jin, he's a guy he could stretch the field and have one big explosive game playing this game. Alvin Kamara and and Melvin Ingram are both fresh. They're off a of bye. They're going to be ready to go. They don't have any significant injuries. And the Saints, they're just a different animal in that building. They're just a different animal. And I know the Eagles, they're going to put up a big, a closer fight than last time. I think they're going to make it interesting. I have it 30-27. to 27. I think they're going to come out strong and really get out on the Saints. And Saints will be a little surprised. But that defense, that crowd noise, and Drew Brees at home in the postseason with Sean Payton, there's a reason they've never lost a game in that building. Outside of New England, there is no better home field advantage than New Orleans. Everyone talks about Arrowhead, but the two biggest home field advantages in this postseason are the Dome in New Orleans and Foxborough in New England. And both teams and both stadiums will be hosting the championship games next weekend. So it will be Breeze in my predictions. Hold up. It'll be Breeze and the Cowboys. You know, rematch where the Cowboys go on the road after they beat the Saints in the regular season. And really, that was, the I think, the takeoff point for the Cowboys and their success getting into the postseason. And then you have Andrew Luck and Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. So those are my picks. We were 4-0 last week. We'll see if we can hold up that record, see how we do this weekend. Make sure to tune in next week as I get my recap on fourth and goal and the four biggest storylines from this weekend of the divisional round and also to see if, where, if, if I was right or wrong. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest content on Rich Sports Talk. And until next time, I'm Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.